Hello, everybody. This is the Business Boot-Up Edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Brayden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Sammy Grace. Hi, Brayden. Each week, we will come to you live from the Norman's Farmer's Market, where you will hear interviews from my younger and more experienced entrepreneurs who inspire, educate, and give you action steps to help your leadership in business. The Business Boot-Up podcast partners with Norman Chamber of Commerce, who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma, be a thriving business community. And Biz Boot-Up is powered, powered by First United Bank Norman. They're not like your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. So thank you, Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank for helping us see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. Speaking of these business dreams, our first dreamer and doer is Addison Self. Addison is the man behind the roaster at Trek Coffee Company, a small town coffee roastery. He was a barista throughout college and has since dreamed of opening a coffee roastery here in Oklahoma. He believes everyone should be drinking the freshest coffee throughout their days, and he's making it his mission to get it to you. So, hello, Addison. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. So, we're super, super excited for this interview, and so we're so grateful you're here. All right. And so, our first question, starting starting it off, we are the Dreamers and Doers podcast. So, our first question has to be, do you consider yourself more of a natural dreamer or more of a natural doer? So, I would definitely say I'm more of a dreamer. Um... Growing up, I've always had all these ideas, like what to do. I've always wanted to open up a business, but what that business was has just been kind of scatterbrained. So definitely always a dreamer and um, trying to be a a doer now. I mean, we have this right here, so I mean, (laughs) you did do it, which is so, so cool. So, Asin, what did your life look like growing up, and what was your first dream job, and did it have anything to do with coffee? Okay, good question. Um... So growing up, we moved around a little bit. My dad was on the oil field, so he kind of kept moving back and forth across the state. Um, we always lived out in the country. So I would say from an early age, having livestock and kind of being in charge of money as far as um, buying animals and realizing that once they have kids, you can go out and sell those animals and make money that way. You don't really have to have a job. You can just make money uh, through your livestock. And that was at a really early age when I started to do that. I mean, third grade, I was already thinking, okay, if I buy <laughs> if I buy more of these female goats, you know, they can have more babies and I'll have more money to where I can buy more and grow it. So I would say that was kind of the first business experience. But um, as far as just growing up, we did the farm and then I got into sports. And in high school, that was all I really cared about was just sports. I kind of left the focus of a business or livestock or anything like that. And, um, I believe that. I don't know, just went to sports like most high school kids, I guess. So uh, can you tell us uh, a little bit about the journey to becoming an owner of uh, your own coffee company? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know how far back to go with that, but <laughs> let's just say, I would say it started in college. So in college, I never drank coffee, never drank tea. I didn't like the idea of it, didn't go to Starbucks. And I had a big uh, statics test. I was going for petroleum engineering. And um, I had a big statics test. I was trying to cram study because I wasn't a very good student. And I went and grabbed a cup of coffee from the Starbucks and drank it. And I was like, wow. Like, my brain, my focus shot up, all the caffeine. Um, it helped me out so much. I ended up, I got like an 86 on the test, which was way better than what I normally <laughs> did on those tests. So after I realized that coffee could do that for me, I got to where I just started drinking coffee every day. And it helped me throughout school a lot, just drinking my coffee in the morning. Um, And at the same time, I was a waiter at Logan's uh, Roadhouse here in Norman. And the guy who hires for all the Starbucks on campus, Chris, um, 
he just asked me if I wanted a job at a coffee shop, being a barista. <laughs> and I was kind of thinking it to myself. I was like, okay, well, I wouldn't make as much money, but... Free coffee, though. Free coffee, free <laughs> food, and college, that's really all that matters anyways. Um, so anyways, I was just kind of did the thought process, and I was like, all right, I'll be able to work on campus, go to class between work. This works out better, and have the weekends free. So I did that, and... It was just a lot of fun. I realized being a waiter, people always come in and usually they're not happy. Like, I would have to try really hard to make people happy because that's how you get a good tip. And coffee, people came in happy. You didn't really have to try to make people happy. That was usually the best part of people's day is getting a cup of coffee, especially if you do it right. And over a couple of years of kind of seeing that, I started thinking, okay, I want to be involved with coffee somehow because that tends to be the best part of somebody's day. So if I can just be a part of that, I'll be happier. And um, anyways, got out of college, went to the oil field because that was what my degree was in. Um, we had a little family business, so I learned a lot of good business skills from my father-in-law who was running a, we had directional drilling. But the problem with that was we were in Houston basically constantly. Um, I saw my wife every other weekend. It was just a rough lifestyle. So. At that point, I kind of realized the difference between good money versus freedom and time. And you can be a business owner, and you think you have all the freedom you want, but you're actually working harder than anybody else, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good lifestyle. So uh, to wrap that up, we went out of business um, last year, and I wanted to work for myself. I just wasn't sure what that would look like. I knew I wanted to be in coffee somehow. Um, Went and did a little bit of solar cells to get some sales background because uh, Robert Kiyosaki, if y'all know who he is, um, Rich Dad Poor Dad, he talks a lot about how you need to be a good salesman to be a good businessman. So I went and did some sales. Didn't like the solar stuff, a little too lucrative. Um, but yeah, I just one day I kind of woke up. My wife was telling me how I haven't been very happy lately, and she's like, "You need to do something else." So I basically just called, put my two weeks notice in. With those jobs, they don't care. They were like, yeah, just turn your stuff in today, you're good. So <laughs> I went and turned my stuff in, um, went and bought a coffee roaster, took a lot of classes, courses, watched YouTube videos, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, and we, we know the, very well the University of YouTube works very well some days. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> So we covered a lot in that, and so you left off right when you got that coffee roaster, you got your coffee roaster. So what does a day in your life look as a coffee roaster? So right now, just kind of being a new startup, the day's not as busy as what I would want it to be. Um, let's just say a busy day. Normally I'll have a couple orders with the local delivery in Norman, so I'll try to get that roasted. Um, I head to the coffee shop, roast... It's been about 20 to 40 pounds a week, so I'm trying to get that picked up quite a bit, but I'll roast that um, once a week or do two batches where I just do like 20 pounds the first of the week and 20 pounds at the end of the week, depending on the needs. But yeah, I just roast the coffee, uh, bag it, label it, and then get it delivered. And then kind of the behind the scenes stuff is just keeping up with inventory, making sure I don't run out of bags, labels. Um, definitely don't want to run out of coffee beans. <laughs> so yeah. right now it's just pretty straightforward. I'm, it's not super busy, so. <laughs> yeah, so what is one life lesson that you wish that someone would have shared with you when you were in middle or high school? One life lesson. <laughs> There's a lot of life lessons. I would say the biggest life lesson is dreaming is important, but doing is more important. So if you never take action on your dreams, you're just gonna, I think you'd really regret it. And that is one thing that kind of 
really made me go out and buy the coffee roaster, start doing my thing, even though I knew that I wouldn't make a ton of money all, all at the beginning. Um, I was kind of thinking to myself one day, like, I've been wanting to open a coffee shop, coffee roaster. I've been wanting to be in coffee for, I think, three years. Um, and I was just kind of sitting there thinking, if I was to die and I just worked at a job that I didn't like, and I was on my deathbed thinking like about my life, and I just realized that I never went for my dream. Well, how would I feel? And I just, it hit me hard, because I was like, you know, I'd, even if you fell, at least I can say I went for it. So that's what I did. That was the thought that kind of pushed me over the edge, I was thinking on my deathbed that I lived the life the way I wanted to live. And at the time, it was no, so. Went out and bought the roaster and took action. But taking action and surrounding yourself around the people that do take action, um, your friends have a huge impact on your life. So if you surround yourself around those people that like to take action and they're always thinking of the next bigger step, um, you kind of catch yourself doing the same thing. That's really great. That is really, really great. <laughs> so for our final question, for our last question, is there just like that one tip that you want to share with these students out here listening that want to start their own business? Um, one tip. Yeah, so figure out what you want to do, obviously. But the important thing is to get a goal in your head and just go for it and not be scatterbrained. So I've caught myself with coffee a few times where you think about all the different kind of ways you could make money with coffee. You know, you could open a coffee shop, you could do a coffee trailer, you could do wholesale stores, um, you could do local delivery in Norman, which is what I'm trying to do. But there's so many different revenues that you can kind of hit. And um, I guess the important thing is whenever you start, especially at the beginning, whenever you start thinking about all these different revenues or sources, um, you get too scatterbrained and you're not focused on one direction. And then you catch yourself just spending more time thinking about all these different aspects of your business as opposed to just being focused on one aspect. And I'd say the most important thing is just to focus on one aspect, figure out how to get it done, and go for it. And as time goes on, things tend to change where maybe you do start going towards this aspect. But um, the big thing is just get a goal in your head and go for it and just really go for that goal. Addison, thank you so much for your time and just sharing your knowledge. I know that the viewers out there, they're going to be better for it. They're going to be better and they're going to grow their business so much more. But before we completely wrap up, where can we find more about your coffee company? Yeah, uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, we'll go to the website. Um, I guess those are the, the main three things. All right. Again, thank you so much. And viewers out there, we'll be back with our next amazing guest very, very soon. All right, and we are back with our next guest, Spa Alicious Eden and Gabriella. And so we're super, super excited to learn more about y'all and your story. So what is Spa Alicious, and when did you guys come really serious about this business starting? Well, um, Spa Alicious, it's like um, we sell signature spa kits, and they have bath bombs, and it's kind of just to, like, relax and... We probably started getting really serious about it after we won the OU um, Entrepreneurship Expo because um, that made me want to do more of it. I love that, I love that. So we are hoping that our younger entrepreneurs out there can learn about some of the work that you guys have done um, in starting a business. So what were some of your early challenges and how did you overcome those challenges? 
Um, some of the challenges were probably, um, for me, like having to figure out the price and doing all the budgeting and everything. Um, I think that was most stressful for me, but I, um, I just, I still did it. So. Also packaging. That was yeah. also hard. Packaging was hard because we got really small bags, and so um, they didn't really fit everything we had to put in them. Yeah, that's really great. And so, kind of talking on the things you've learned, we know you've been through, the, been through some BBU, and you, you've been through you know, the OU Inter, uh, Expo, and so what is one of the biggest things that you've learned about your experience in selling? I know it's a tough one, so, you know, how, how was that, like, big thing that you learned when it came to, you know, getting out there, selling, could be at a farm market, could be uh, talking and pitching at the OU Expo, what was that, like, one big thing that you learned? Probably just um, getting to like do it and it just whenever I like actually got out there it made me like want to do more of it and um, it made me want to continue doing it and then we like made a website and stuff and that was really fun. So it was the experience that motivated you and helped you with that drive. I love that. So for our last question, what is your favorite part about starting your own business? Maybe we can hear something yeah, I was gonna say something from both of you guys. Um so one of my favorite things is probably like getting to make everything. I like I really for the children's business fair, we got together and like made it for like three days, and um, it was really fun to work together, and it was really fun to like it smelled really good at the end. So yeah, I I like budgeting and like numbers. So it's just it, that's fun to like see that in like my own business. You really wow. just flutter. I love that. That's really great. Gra Gabriella, Ian, thank you so much for you know coming on here and for your time being on this podcast. But before we start to head out, where is one place we can find more about your company? Do you have an Instagram or a website? We have a website. And some of the stuff is on um, Instagram, but not a lot of it. Okay. So do you know what your website's called or anything like that? Well, it's kind of hard, but it's. I think if you typed in spalicious.com, then it would work. But um, we're going to work more on the website's like name and everything, so it's easier to get to. Right. Sounds good. Awesome. So, that was a pretty awesome interviews that we just had. What was one of your favorite parts, Sam? Well, I, I don't know. I just, I love how they both, they're, they're best friends, and they were talking about, and they have two different outlooks, and that they both love different things. I yeah. love that. Kind of adding on to that, it talks, we, you guys talked about a lot about how that OU Expo really continue to motivate you, and how in entrepreneurship, in starting a business, we have some of those moments that, like, whoa, this is real. Like, this is something you can do. And so, sometimes those moments are really plain as day, like at Expo, but sometimes those moments you have to look a little deeper to keep on motivating you to pursue your business. And trust me, it is hard at those times where it's just like, oh, I don't want to keep on going. Find those moments that you love, and that's what's going to keep you going. So, Next week, we will be back with two new amazing business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate you, give you a powerful point of action to help grow your idea and business. And we just want to send another huge, huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland Fairgrounds, and LoveWorks Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. All right, and just a reminder, don't forget to visit loveworksleadership.org so how you can be a part of our next business beat-up cohort Applications are due on October 22nd, so do not wait. Do not want to miss out on this. And remember, the real leaders, they don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dream. Bye, y'all. Bye,